Hi, I'm Emma, and this is Strong and Sassy. <laughs> Hello, my new SS squad. So, I'm Emma Metcalf, and this is my brand spanking new podcast on fitness, body confidence, eating well, and feeling great, and plus little bits of bobs in between. <laughs> So this is my first ever podcast. I'm so excited. I don't know exactly what will happen, but I really hope you guys like it. Give me feedback and hopefully you're going to stick with me through this <laughs> and learn something along the way, hopefully. So get in touch with me and give me any suggestions and topics you want me to cover and please call in. I'd love to hear your comments. All right, I'll introduce myself a bit. I'm Amber. I'm 23 from New Zealand and I was originally born in the UK, but I moved out here when I was about nine and I've kind of been loving it ever since. I'm a graphic designer by trade, but my passion is health and fitness. I love working out. I love talking about health and nutrition. It's just one of my passions. So I was a professional swimmer most of my life, being the best at my age in the UK and training for the Olympics, but kind of all of that got a bit too much, and I dropped out because school was just getting too hard and stuff like that. So I started kind of going to the gym again when I was about 15, and I fell in love with weight training, cardio, you know, all of that. So, but it's kind of not been with some challenges along the way. I went on to solely doing cardio in the gym, but then found weights, went to hitting my body for several years, and now I do hit Tabata style training. While kind of doing yoga, swimming, running, walking, kind of switch things up. So I do about two days a week in the gym and the rest is, you know, kind of doing an activity, you know. So I'll stop there and I'll kind of save that for another podcast. So let's dive into today's topic, which is kind of about eating organic. And I'll also touch on food trends for this year, 2018, and refined sugar, because I feel like this is a big one for 2018. So... We'll kind of start off with eating organic. I don't solely eat organic, but I do try to get most of my fruit and vegetables and even my meat, um, especially chicken, because I just find the way that they treat chickens is kind of terrible. <laughs> I'll kind of give you a few facts about kind of eating organic. So in the meat and the milk and things like that, um, the levels of nutrients, including the omega-3 fatty acids, were up to 50% higher in organic meat and milk than conventionally raised versions. So this is a big deal. You know, we're getting 50% more nutrients than we would if we weren't eating organic. But also the livestock are given all organic hormone-free and GMO-free free feed. So the food that they're eating is all organic, hormone-free, which is a really big deal because we're getting a lot of um, animals that are pumped full of hormones, and it's just really not good for us. And farming without pesticides is also better for nearby birds and animals as well as the people that live close by to the farms. So there's always something else. There's organic food versus locally grown food. So organic food, money stays kind of within the local economy. More money goes directly to the farmer instead of things like marketing and distribution. Um, but, you know, we go through, you know, eating organic is better for us. We hear all this, but what are the ways to kind of keep the cost of organic food within your budget? Because so many people cannot afford um, organic food. It's just so expensive. So 
a few tips I'll give you is kind of shop at farmers markets. So many cities, you know, big cities as well as small ta small towns host a weekly farmers market. So you just need to find your local farmers market and go there and shop for your fruit vegetables every week. So just kind of think ahead on what vegetables and fruit you want. Uh, another one is join a food co-op. So a natural food co-op or a cooperative grocery store typically offer low prices to members who pay annual fees to belong. So we don't have one of these in New Zealand, but you know I'm sure in America and bigger places that they have these. But I think it's such a good idea. You know, we have um, a bulk food store here that is really popular around Australia and New Zealand, and they don't have bags, they just have bulk food. So you bring your container fill it up, they weigh the container, and then you pay for what you've bought. And I think this is such an incredible idea because we're wasting plastic and containers, but we're getting cheaper because they don't have to package it themselves. They just buy it in bulk, so it's cheaper for them. So I think that's a really good idea that probably America has adopted as well, I'm sure. So another one is join a community-supported agricultural farm. So individuals and families join to purchase shares of produce in bulk directly from a local farm which is always local organic so that could be something that you want to do so that's called a CSA CSA farm food kind of buying tips so these are the kind of the tips to kind of keep it, the cost down so buy in season you know don't buy things that aren't there in winter or in summer so fruits and vegetables are the cheapest and freshest when they're in season we end up getting foods from halfway around the world how is that going to be fresh so find out which produce is delivered to your markets and where you're buying the freshest food possible so another one is shop around you know go to different grocery stores compare the prices of organic items i know in new zealand one store could it could be five dollars another it could be eight dollars you know you just got to look around find the cheapest bargains so another thing is farmers markets you know have those type of things and even freezer aisles you know don't get fresh spinach like freezer spinach is so so good for you and way way cheaper you know so just go go with that but even another kind of tip is remember that organic always doesn't equal healthy so making junk food sound healthy is a common marketing ploy by the food industry but organic baked goods, desserts, snacks are usually still really high in sugar, salt, fat and calories. So just read the food labels carefully. Just because it's organic does not mean it's good for you. So another kind of reason why is organic food so much more expensive? You know, we're never told this. So it's much more labour intensive. The farmers don't use pesticides, chemical fertilisers or drugs. And the certification to be organic is really expensive. On organic feed for animals can cost twice as much. So this kind of turns into us. So I think the more more people that buy organic, it'll just become so much cheaper and eventually we'll only be having organic. So organic farms kind of tend to be smaller than conventional farms, which means fixed costs and overhead must be distributed all around. So kind of to sum up, you know, organic, if you can't afford it, it's not a huge deal. Just Make sure you're aware of what places you're going. Make sure you get the freshest food possible, even if it's not organic. And it will just make sure that you've got really tasty, fresh vegetables. And meat, you know, just either go to your butcher if you can't get organic. You know, go to your local butcher. At least you're supporting the local economy. And they probably know better where they've got their meat from. So you'll actually know instead of a supermarket where you have no idea where your meat has come from. 
So kind of on to my next topic, this is quite a quick one, but kind of food trends for 2018. I know we're only in January, but there's so many food trends trends for this year that it's already made a huge, you know, announcement already. So two words, plant-based. This is huge. I know already so many people are going on plant-based diets. I know veganism kind of started last year, but just the plant-based, um, even just one day a week, you know, just cutting down on lunches, which I do, you know, it's, it's just becoming so much of a bigger thing now. Another one is gut-friendly food, so sauerkraut, kombucha, kimchi, probiotics, these are huge now, you know, finding friendly foods for our gut, gut healing, you know, this is a really big thing for this year. Uh, Hawaiian food, I don't know about you, but poke bowl in New Zealand has become massive. And I know in America, they have so many Pokeball shops and it's just becoming huge. It's so healthy. It's plant-based, you know, unless sometimes they do chicken um, and you can have fish with it, you know, so pescatarian, you know, it's just becoming so much more versatile. You can get vegan bowls, you can get gluten-free bowls, you know, it's just so versatile for anyone that, you know, can't have certain things. It's a great type of food. And another one is nootropics, which is brain food, basically. So these are um, certain types of food that are really good for your brain. So turmeric, salmon, eggs is kind of an example. So these are making a big comeback in 2018. So kind of building on the momentum of the last few years where the sales of non-dairy milk have skyrocketed. Vegan startups are running the tech industry and vegans are starting to take over the meat industry. But one in particular I'm going to talk about more in depth is the plant-based diet. I feel like it could have been all the Netflix documentaries scaring us with the meat is bad that made this happen. But for me it was traveling around Italy for one month and having hardly any meat meals. And honestly I felt fantastic. Plus kind of lost weight which is always a bonus but who the heck loses weight in Italy I just don't understand. Don't get me wrong, I love meat, but I realise that I eat way too much, so I just have to have plant-based lunches. There's so many meat alternatives out there and some delicious recipes, but just try like a meat-free Monday and kind of let me know how it goes. You know, you don't need to do it every single day for the rest of your life. Just try one day or one meal a week and see how you go. It's kind of on to the next part, which is refined sugar, which I kind of made one of my New Year's resolutions. Um, is kind of cut out refined sugar. So I just realized, you know, looking at every single label, there was so much sugar and stuff, you know, things that you have no idea. And when planning a healthy diet, it's important to pay attention to sugar and a major staple that provides carbohydrate nutrients, some sugar especially, the type that called refined, causes a rapid rise in blood sugar and could raise your risk of diabetes and other chronic problems. Such a large number of the foods we eat contain refined sugar and it could pose a large health problem as dietary fats and cholesterols. So refined sugars are collapsed by some potential poisons to the body. They provide only empty calories like in other nutrients and minerals. In addition, they can drain the body of nutrients becoming because they are demanding digestion requirements. So the sugars that I've been kind of eating... I know there's a lot more out there, but I've chosen to cut some out, like uh, rice malt syrup and blackstrap molasses, just because I don't think they're that great, like stevia, you know, they're full of like chemicals, they're not even classes of proper sugar. So I've been having maple syrup, raw honey, 
date syrup, which is delicious, coconut nectar, and then you can use like fruit substitutes, so like applesauce, really ripe bananas, you know, are such a good sugar alternative. And one of the facts that I found was around a quarter of the American diet is compromised of refined sugars. A quarter of your diet that you are eating is compromised of refined sugar. So when you kind of take a look at most of the foods available in your supermarkets, this fact is highly surprising. It is crazy how much stuff, how much sugar is in stuff. Like anything, you know, I'm looking at yogurts, I'm looking at bread, I'm looking at sauces, you know, even some butter. You know, it's just, it's crazy. Like they're putting sugar in everything. And, you know, it's just, we shouldn't be having so much sugar in our diet. You know, even they were saying it's, it's feeding cancer and this idea is just crazy to me that we are putting this in our body and you know feeding this to our children so kind of with my rent over I want to kind of say thanks for listening to my podcast please call in and let me know how you found it any suggestions or feedback would be great and I'll see you next week for another podcast thanks guys thanks SS squad bye (laughs) 